if you're at that stage in your relationship where, you know, you're getting engaged and you're about to get married, have a discussion, have a discussion about what you want your life to go. You know what I mean? And be serious and true. Yeah. And like, think about it. If, you're, if your husband's about to be an accountant and the, the wife is about to be a doctor or uh, you got to discuss and say, okay, well, where do we want our lives to go? Because if you're going to just go about your path and go to work and they're going to go about their path and go to work, you guys are going to end up kind of drifting apart or growing separately from each other because you do most of your growing while you're at work. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Now, if I would have pressed record on this microphone a little bit earlier, this would have been a totally different podcast because Miss Nina over here was talking about things she wanted to do for our day. What is it? Today's 24. 24. No, it's day 26. Well, we're recording this day 24, but yeah. it is day 26 when you guys are going to hear it. But yeah, she was uh, she was kind of planning that action out and I wanted to hit record, but I didn't do it in time. So anyways. That my name be- is Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina. <laughs> and we are the head of a show. I was going to say something else before. It starts with an H. <laughs> oh my God. I was going to say something too, but I feel like I was going to stop you or interrupt you. But yes, I was daydreaming about having some, you know, a certain lollipop. There you go. Oh, Jesus. Didn't think you were getting that deep of detail. No pun intended. Um, you can always take this out if you don't want it. So- but- you got a microphone in front of you. <laughs> this is, uh, like we said, we're falling on day 24 when we're recording this. It's going to be day 26 when we, uh, when you guys hear it. And it's the end of a, uh, I guess I can only call it a period week. For those who don't know, day 26 is of our 69-day challenge. Intimacy challenge. <laughs> I said it so you wouldn't say it, but you had to say that one. You well, it is. that's what exactly it, it is. You got I think exactly. We have to get it in every single day for 69 days. And period week was tough, I got to say. It was, tough. was it tough on you? It, it was tough on us because it, it had to be like legitimately planned because you got to either... Well, at first we're like, oh, it can only happen in the shower. It can only happen in the shower. But then we realized that... It doesn't necessarily have to be full out penetration sex. It needs to be just full out sex. Like all the, the, you know, there was one day or one or two days 
that we... Um, All the fields, but penetration? Yeah. yeah okay. So one or two days that we kind of implemented toys. And, you know, we just made sure that we both had fun till the end. That was fun. That was fun. So if, if some of you guys looked at my TikTok, you would have saw a, um, a special swing that I put out. Uh, the funny thing is we bought that years ago. I don't know where we bought it, but anyways, we bought it and we took it out then when we got it and we put it away and I don't think it was taken out. No. <laughs> <laughs> you went all out. He yep. even drilled a hole in our ceiling and you used your brain for sure. For I, did. I, I went up in my you attic, measured, oh my measured where the joist would be because I didn't want to put a bunch of holes in my ceiling trying to find it. And anyways, we I, I drilled a hole in the ceiling. Put you the guys, this is how committed my husband is when it comes to this stuff. That was like a Valentine's Day 100 years ago. Yeah. So anyways, long story short, we you know did what we can. We had some shower fun. We made sure we had, there was a couple of days where we're like, oh, let's just do it. I don't feel like jumping in the shower and all that stuff. I already showered. So let's just play. And we had more fun with that than we had with the sex almost because I don't know why I whispered sex. I was as if my kids are here, but <laughs> we had more fun with that. So I guess what we're saying is when we say sex, it's not, doesn't necessarily mean penetration. It just means both of you have it a great time right to the end. Physical intimacy, yeah. baby. And when I say end is both of you have to end. <laughs> you know, you can't just have one. But it's funny. Let, let, let's let's hold on for one second. Just talk about the period week. But in all honesty, don't you think? I mean, we went through the whole week and we did it every day. And don't you think that this period week, it was less of bitchiness. It was less of a stress. Yeah, absolutely. Let's face it. Hundred percent. When I'm on my period, the whole house feels it. It's stress. <laughs> Everybody's. The whole planet feels it. <laughs> but you know, it wasn't you, so you, this time around. If you come across around. Nina as a waitress or a anything. You know, if you come across her when she's on her period, you'll know she's on her period. Well, I tell everybody I am because I don't want people to think I'm actually a bitch like that because I'm not. That is just the exorcist. Exorcist. Exorcist that's inside me that comes out once a, one, one week a month. And I let everyone know that. Yes. So, but to, to, to my point is this helped us a lot yeah. through this difficult week of mine because we were physically, you know. Yeah. And and it just ended today, so that's why Nina's so uh, no, it ended yesterday. Playful, <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're like I'm done today. So it was uh, Nina was very 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 um, ready for a D twenty four to twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to take yes, take back my power. There you go. So that was that. Um, I want you guys to uh, chime in with us. Let us know how you guys are doing. I know a few of you have voiced that you are um, joining us in this challenge of 69 day fucking intimacy challenge. So Come check us out on uh, TikTok and, and, and Instagram and all those stuff while we post our, our stories about it. We're not posting as much on Instagram as we are on TikTok. It's mostly on TikTok because everybody yeah. on TikTok, our community knows what we're up to. And, yeah. you know, but we are going to post more on Instagram about it as well. But you see our day-to-day -day on Instagram and stuff like that. So if you guys want to right. go for that. I want to ask you guys a favor. We're trying to grow this podcast and we're trying to grow it quite big. And we have 
We're on a road to 100 episodes. We're on a road to, uh, well, our own anniversaries. You know, our, our, We're doing these this series of podcasts this month, these episodes, in honor of our 19 years wedding anniversary that's coming up in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and in honor of our 25-year relationship yeah. that we've been working really hard you know, to keep. Yeah. So this is this is in honor of that this whole month. Yeah. So before we go on, we're we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about the episode in a second. But we we had a we like to talk about our week a little bit as well. So uh, this past weekend, we had some friend a friend's birthday, and we went out King Street where we like to go to dance and all that stuff, and we had a lot of fun. But it was actually surprising because we had about I don't know four, three, four separate instances where people came up to us and they were, what would you call them? Fans? And I call my TikTok friends. <laughs> yeah, friends. The TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, all that From stuff. our communities came up to us and say, oh my God, you're here. And yeah. just introduce themselves. And amazing. I want all you guys to do that. Like, I mean, I we talked to you so much in our lives. We talked to you so much on our podcast. We, you know, it's only natural for you guys to come back and say, hey, you know, I'm the one you're chatting with all the but time. But what like excites me the most about these meets, meet, these surprising meetings like this, is when you're on TikTok, you guys see us. Yeah. You see who we are, what we're doing. We don't see you. We just see your username. Your username. But we know who you are. Like, we obviously have a great um, relationship with all of you guys. And we creep you. Yeah, but, <laughs> but but we don't know really who you are yeah. in person. So when when beautiful girl comes up to me and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm so happy to meet you. I'm like, oh my God, I could put a face to the yeah. to the, to the word, to the name. It's just amazing. Mm. But it was funny because I felt, uh, it felt different. Like I was, you know, people were coming up and saying, oh, you know, can I take a picture with you? I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> that, I felt weird there because I'm like. One of them actually got us drunk. I'm like, we're us. It's just us, Rajarnina, the one that you said I see at home. Yeah. So that. It's amazing. Yeah, we're it's just normal. Feeling. We're just normal people now. Yeah, we, are. we got a little we bit of attention from TikTok and all that stuff. Yeah, one of them actually got us drunk, and it, and it, and it was like we, Nina and I were on our last drink. We were legit. We saw another friend that wasn't part of our party, and we went and talked to her for a little bit. And I said, oh, "Let me buy you a drink." And I went downstairs, and I was getting three drinks. And when we got to the bar, the gentleman was there, and he's like, "Oh, I know you guys." Blah blah blah. And he he wanted to buy us the drinks. I'm like, all right. But then afterwards I feel the top of my shoulder and he gives me three more and he gives me three more. And he's, I'm like, Oh my God, we, that was supposed to be our last drink. We were done. Yeah. We were totally done. Drinking. So we left the club, but thank you, buddy. Thank yes, you for all thank that. Thank you love. so much. If you're listening to the um, podcast. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Everybody that came fun. up to us and said, hello. We really love it. Basiman Abba. Cause he was a Syrian. Yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate your love yeah. towards us. But before we go any further, I want to. And before, before you jump into that i wanted to finish my little story i'm so sorry so we went we left the club and we were trying to get an uber and now we're feeling we're feeling pretty like like three or four drinks ahead more than what we should have been yeah we should so, stop yeah, yeah no but it, we were leaving legit we were leaving we we're get, buying her a drink having a drink with her and going because we just bumped into her anyways we got out to king street and it was a crazy mess of people like tons and tons of people and I'm trying to get an Uber or trying to get a cab, something. And it wasn't happening. And Nina was now getting upset that it was taking so long. And I'm like, what the hell? Am I magic? I can't just get a fucking car here. I and just I, said to you, yeah, you should be magic. Yeah. You're my husband. You should find a fucking Uber right now. But I was magic. I was magic. You know what I did? The, a gentleman pulled up in a, in a rickshaw and he's like, 
trying to get me. I'm like, well, you're not going to bring us home, are you? And he's like, he's like, well, where's home? I said, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said, no, no, that's too far. And I'm like, exactly. I just want to get a cab. He goes, oh, let me bring you to somewhere where you can get an Uber or a cab. I'm like, oh, that sounds perfect. So we jumped on this rickshaw. We had a spectacular time going through the streets of Toronto. Where, Two in the morning. Where just people are all coming out. They're all hammered. They're all, and we're going like, you know, what, five kilometers an hour? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Bike. Yeah. But like, he wasn't going very quick because he's pulling both of us. You know, it was just a great time. We had fun going from there to there. We were drunk and we were, you know, acting a fool. Actually, there's a little video I put up on uh, on Instagram and, and TikTok, if you want to check it out. And we're just going up with this uh, with the scene. I'm throwing out comments to people walking by and stuff like that. It was it was good fun. It's a lot of fun, people. So for sure, that was just like the little thing where you can make memories just pop out of the blue. You know what I mean? We're gonna so remember good. that. We're gonna remember that. It was so good. Yeah, it was good fun. It was good fun. Turned a bad situation into a good. So I am fucking magic. Those are those are moments when I say that you are what? I was gonna say something. Those those are the moments that we're gonna take with us forever. And those are the moments we're gonna we are going to really remember forever because they're so special. Mm. You know, they're so special. Exactly. I need a car, no car. Hey, I got you a fucking bike. And now we can get back to our regular scheduled programming. So what are you going to say? Yes. Before we go any further, I want to thank all of you who leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, on Podbeam, on Instagram, yep. on TikTok, on everywhere. I get comments from you guys every all the time. Well, we just realized that we can leave messages on Podbeam. So this, we saw an, a message from somebody that, that came in a little while this back. This is from our just, friend Maria Anarelli from TikTok. She says, hey guys, love your podcast. Here from TikTok. You guys are the best. And she heard a hair, well, her TikTok name is Glossy MP84. So Thank you, Glossy. Everywhere we, we turn, we see these beautiful reviews and beautiful, just this love and energy that you guys send our way. We love and appreciate it. Don't stop there. They make us really happy, yes. and they obviously make the algorithm of of this this beautiful space that we're on happy as well because it sends it out to more people. The more people like what we're saying, the more people will listen to it, and therefore, the more people will benefit and hopefully stay together in a happy and long relationship, which is the purpose of this mini-series that we're doing this month. So we're doing part two. What are we calling it? What are we calling it? We are calling it is how to sustain a long-term, healthy, and fun relationship. Key word is fun. Enjoy yeah. all of it. Well, healthy, yeah, too, but I mean, Absolutely. that's your department. So, <laughs> so this week, we're going to talk about phase two of our three to four phases yeah. of, our, our, of our relationship. And this is, this is the things that we feel helped us get to where we are in our relationship. And I mean- you don't have to do everything exactly like we're saying. We're just saying that these are the things that we did that we feel helped us get get to where we are now. Right. And you you know you can kind of shape that into your own relationships. You somehow. do you. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. You do how what whatever things work for you yeah. in your relationship. That's what worked for us. You know, with everything is like in life, it's trial and error. You know, yeah. you try something, it works great. If it doesn't work, you try different things. And relationships are just the same. We tried different way mm-hmm. and we knew, we really didn't know at the beginning, but then we figured out what we wanted and we started sort of stuck with our yeah. boundaries, with our, with our core goals yeah. and values. Mm-hmm. And that's where we came up yeah. with all these. 
So we did part one in the, in the last episode, and that was kind of like our beginning stages, what we felt brought us from, let's say, the first day meeting to, I don't know, three, two, three years. Yeah, about three years later. Yeah, because yeah. you moved here three years yeah, later. Yeah, so, so I moved to Toronto to follow Nina uh, a year after she moved here. That's where we kind of got to uh, in part one. And now we're going to talk about that point right up to the point when we, where Nina popped out a couple kids. Right. So this is the second phase of our relationship. And My favorite people in the world, by the way. Right? Especially now at this age. Our kids, you guys, are 15 and 14, and they're like the most amazing human beings for us anyway. And we're having so much fun with them. Like, mm. like this is my fun go. time, you know? Where are we going to go to now? We're going to go... Hopefully, you'll get your following along with us here. We are going to give them the point forms, right? Like I said, we're going to point out the things that we feel like looking back. And, and it was kind of fun looking back because you're, you're reminiscing about all that shit, right? So you're, oh, what, did, what happened here? What happened here? Do you remember, you know, that, that kind of stuff? So it was just, we were looking back and reminiscing and we're trying to think, what was it that got us from me moving here to us actually getting married and having kids? So... One of my points would be, I think at, the, at that stage in our life, we were working on our commitment stage, like what we're, you know, how committed we were. And it was funny because we were a year apart almost, living apart, like living five hours away, but we saw each other almost every weekend. Almost every weekend, yeah. So that whole time, I mean, I've never cheated on you. I, I might have flirted, I might have. It never went as far as, I don't think I even got some numbers. Maybe I did. I can't remember if that was social media time. Did we, no, it wasn't social no, media No, it wasn't because we would have FaceTime. And I was just yeah. thinking that. I'm like, fuck, this whole time that we would, if this was Iran, well, if what we have now in terms of technology was Iran 20 years ago, 25 years ago, yeah. we wouldn't, I would see you all the time. Yeah, We'd FaceTime like, each other. I would know where you were. Yeah. We wouldn't have as many arguments that yeah. we did because I we couldn't talked find almost every you. day. But we talked almost. We right. definitely talked every day. All the time. At, yeah. A couple times a day. Yeah. Like after I moved here, we got busy. Like you were juggling two jobs and school. Yeah, full time school. Uh, I was working a, a job, but I was working like double shifts, like 12, 14 were, hour days sometimes. Were, yeah. So it was just long. And, we, we, you know, we tried to work out in between here and there. So we wouldn't see each other most of the day. We would see each other in the evenings. And at that time, when I first moved to Toronto, I was living here, but your parents didn't know I was living here. For the first six months. Yeah, so six months, I thought it was longer than that. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, no, we got here in an apartment, so it was about a year, one year at least. And then you moved out of there. Yeah, but I, I don't know how long matter. your parents didn't know that I was living here, but... They thought I was just coming down every weekend, so I couldn't go to her place during the week. Every, and it, it kind of worked out great for us because we didn't move in together right away. Like, it, it kept us from being able to move in together. Yeah. So we still had our own spaces. So that was kind of like our, our thing, was just working on the commitment thing. Like, while you're at work, while you're, you know, if you go out with friends or if I go out with friends, that there's trust there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That there's, you know, we feel... Like we're committed to each other, and I think this was the most intense phase for us because after we had broken up, that we pre we talked about it in our previous episode, we had broken up for a month. When we got back together, this was the intense phase of saying, "Okay, yeah. 
Let me earn your trust back. Yeah. You said that to me. Let me earn your trust back. Let me do the things that you want, like the, the things that I want, yeah. like the things of each well, other. Well, let's get, we into, our, let's get into that breakup because that, that, that was a, an important part of our relationship because we, I moved down here and we, we were working apart, but we ended up kind of working together for a little while. We both worked in a mall and we worked about 10 feet from each other for probably a good six months or something, maybe a little longer. Anyways, we got into a, a major argument about all kinds of things. Like, I think it was just a whole bunch of things bunched up. There was, you know, upset about, let's say the way you made me look, if you were flirting, like how I got insulted. Actually, I should say what my story is. My story was, I felt insulted, but you were just being you. And you felt insulted when I did certain things, or I actually had, had a conversation with my ex-girlfriend at the time on the phone. We lived far apart, but it was just one day and you happened to walk in. So it, it was just a whole bunch of little things that came in and broke us up. And we broke for up- me, For me, that was for you though. Yeah, if yeah. you're going to say that, for me, it was lack of commitment because you had moved here yeah, yeah. and I'm looking all around, all of my girlfriends that were dating their boyfriend at the same time as us, they're all engaged. I'm like, why are we not getting engaged? Because yeah, yeah. I had, I thought I was being really patient with you. Mm. At that point, we had been together for three or four years. I'm like, why are we not getting engaged? Because I want commitment from you. Yeah. I understand that your parents didn't get married for a long time when they were together. And you said, you, one of the arguments that we had made, you said, well, I moved, I changed, I, I uprooted my life for you yeah. away from my family. Isn't, isn't that commi commitment yes, enough? Yes, isn't that commitment enough for you? And I was like, well, I love and appreciate that, but no, I want more commitment, especially yeah. after I had caught you talking to your ex-girlfriend. So it was just a lot. But the root of that was basically we were both in a stage where we had things that we wanted to address about each other mm. and couldn't do it. So the, the whole gist of this breakup, it went on for a month. And I tried to move on. Like I legit, I mean, we it's funny, again, we worked really close quarters uh so we we would see each other but we we'd barely make any contact whatsoever and i remember even one point one of my friends was inviting me out whatever and and he had these two girls that were visiting from brazil because he was like an architect and they were they were exchange exchange students and one girl was like flirting with me like crazy and i and i said in my head i'm like i'm gonna do everything i can not necessarily well we were broken up but cheat on nina that was in my head you don't know about this. I didn't. I, I don't think I've ever told you this. I have. First, I'm hearing about it. Yeah. So five years later, gorgeous Brazilian girl flirting with me, and then they're going out. I'm going out with my buddy, my friend Rod. We go out separate places, and we're trying to. At the time, I didn't have a cell phone. Rod did, so I had to kind of text through somebody else's phone and blah 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 to find out where these people were. And we just never got connected. The universe said, no, it's not gonna happen. And I don't know if it would have happened. It was just, I'd met her for like 30 seconds. It was just in my head that I wanted to, you know, close that whole door, everything was done, blah, 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 in my head. And this is the way I would be able to do it. And yeah, it never happened. It's crazy that so, you said that because the whole month that we had broken up, I had a conversation with my sister, my older sister, and she goes to me, I can't believe you're letting him go. Yeah. You're breaking up with him. I said to her, it's just a temporary breakup. We're going to get back together and it's going to be stronger than ever. Yeah. She goes, legit, Nina, if you don't get back with him, I will personally go buy a gun. And I'm going to shoot you because he is the best person you'll ever meet in your life. I said, don't worry. He is mine. So in my mind, I knew 
we were going to get back together. Mm. And here you are thinking, I've cheated on me, so you can hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, but it wasn't about hurt you. It was about ending it. I was like, I wanted to make a decision. Then after all that, I just, I, like, like we said in our last podcast, I wrote a, a long letter and I basically said, this is what is bothering me. And it was just a means of me to communicate, to say here, if we can fix these things, I'd be so fucking happy. Yeah, you legit sat there and wrote down on eight letter, a page letter that these are my boundaries. Yep. This is what I will accept. This is what I cannot accept. Yeah. This is how I want my life to go. This is what I see in my future. Yeah. Are you good with this? I read the letter. I said, check, 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 check. And I wrote, wrote you back saying, okay, well, this is mine. This is mine. This is mine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you good with this? So that was our commitment to each other. Mm. I said to you, I'm going to earn your trust. He said, well, I'm, I'm willing to earn yours and let's do this. And we had Pinky promise and said, we're going to make this work. That was how we start our commitment. And then after that, we got, we kind of got back together. I mean, like I said, we, there was a, like a booty call that really solidif <laughs> solidified it. Um, that damn booty call. Yeah. And, and then, then we just hung out every single day again after that. But I was more sure then that I was growing a future with you than back then. Before it was like, this might be temporary and it might be just the way I am. If I get too close to something, yeah. I don't, I don't want to lose it. You know what I mean? Like I never wanted to get a dog because I didn't, I was afraid because when I was younger that I would be so upset when, when the dog would leave us, you know, but we ended up getting one anyways. And he's, he's amazing. So anyways, after that, I think our next major thing that we did for me was kind of discuss our path and sit there and say, where do we want to be? Where do you, you know, what, like you were taking hairdressing school. And I'm like, okay, you're going to be a hairdresser. You're going to do all this. You're going to make your money that way. And I, you know, working in the malls wasn't for me. So I was like, you know, I, I, I got to find something else. I, did, I, I didn't like what I was doing. And uh, I, a lot of it was I kind of saw an old high school friend. It wasn't really a friend. It was like a, just a guy I went to high school with. And he saw me working in the mall. And he's like, you work here? Like in the face, with this face? And I think he was a doctor at that time. So you were probably making just as much money as he was because- Maybe, but- You know what I mean? Like whatever, was, but whatever, I felt kind of embarrassed that this right. is all I did. So I was like, okay. So I wanted to do something more. You wanted to have a better career. So we talked and that was when we were looking. Well, I think that was after marriage though. When we were looking for buying a, buying yeah, a house and stuff like that. that. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're going but a little anyways, bit further. We, yeah, I'm going a little bit further, but still we had a discussion about where we wanted our future, future to go. Um, you know, when we talked about marriage right away, it was like, yeah, we want to get married. We want to get married. But it was, you know, I had to ask your brother for his hand. So it was like this little dilemma thing that was in the way. And then when it finally happened, it happened. Um, it was great. After that kind of like agreeing to get married, we wanted to buy a house as well. So we were doing everything we can to buy a house. We started looking with agents, looking around and Nina had said it. She's like, you know, that's it. You you should get into real estate. It's so good. Like you're just good with people and all that so kind of you, stuff. You just, you we just should both do it. Glow. But, you just yeah. glow when you're doing this stuff. This is your your niche. You love people. You're a people person. You should be doing this. And it's it. You could make amazing money. And sure enough, it turned out to be that way. But even before that, like we had discussed, like okay, we're gonna have certain careers that it's gonna make sure we're growing together, yeah, not apart. That was the main thing. We wanted to be sort of in a similar kind of career, if not in the same career, we end up having the same so career guys, I want, end. I want to I want to paint a little picture a little bit. The way I looked at marriage growing up and, you know, everything you see on TV or what people say, you know, uh, you know, oh, I'm thinking about getting married. Don't do it. It's the worst thing ever. Or, you know, 
people showing pictures. Oh yeah, this is what I looked like before I was married. And then I got married. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and oh, I didn't, goodbye to your good looks. Yeah, yeah all that. You get married, things change. I'm like, so I didn't want that for us. So when we talked about marriage, we actually discussed it. We actually got into it. And I said, okay, listen, I'm happy. It's you know, marriage is important to you. To my family, it was just like a piece of paper. But still, the whole concept of marriage. I want to make sure that we don't have that same stereotype that everybody else has. Yeah. I want to, and, I, and we pinky promise, like Nina said before, we pinky promise that we're going to continue to respect each other. We pinky promise that we're going to continue to have fun. If there's no fun, then there's no life. And my thing is, I, and it, it might sound shallow, but that's not what I meant by it, is I said, we're going to continue to, take care of ourselves and make us look, continue to look good. Physically. Physically. So the, the, the reason why I said that is because like that, that, that one example I gave earlier when people showed, oh, this is a picture of me before and after I got married, I didn't want to let go. I didn't want to sit there and be like the couch potato marriage family that I pictured. So that's why I put that kind of like little thing in there saying, I want to continue to look good and take care of each other and be attracted to each other for as long as we can hold it. Obviously, age will creep up on us, but we but we basically we, have, we make that shit work for us. Yeah, but we basically discussed what were our core goals and values and how we get we could grow together because you guys we spend every minute of our free time together since we met. We do not like to be apart. It's just who we are. Raj and I have been together. We do work separately a lot of times, but when we are free, we like to be together. So our friends are always mutual. with us. They're all mutual, mutual friends. We, you know, we always, always, always are together. And that was our thing. Mm. Growing and I think together, a, big, a big part of that is that neither one of us grew up in Toronto. Mm. I grew up in Ottawa, so all my friends are there. Right. You grew up back home in Iraq. Any friends that we made here was either through work or through each other. Yeah. So, I mean, we made it a point to, no matter how busy we were, to when, go meet our friends at like Shoeless Joe's and have fun there and have a few beers and shoot the shit. We continued to have a little bit of a life together. And that was very, 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 very important to me. I didn't want to be, you know, like I said, couch potatoes with no friends and no... It was very important to me too, because I wanted to build the home with you. I found a best friend in you and I wanted to keep that forever. And for me, how am I going to do that? By spending every time. Why wouldn't you want to be with your best friend all the time if you could? So I think that's you that's know? a big one. If you're, if you're at that stage in your relationship where, you know, you're getting engaged and you're about to get married, have a discussion. Have a discussion about what you want your life to go. You know what I mean? And be serious and true. Yeah. And like, think about it. If, you're, if your husband's about to be an accountant and the, the wife is about to be a doctor or uh, you got to discuss and say, okay, well, where do we want our lives to go? Because if you're going to just go about your path and go to work and they're going to go about their path and go to work, you guys are going to end up kind of drifting apart or growing separately from each other because you do most of your growing while you're at work because you spend more time at work than with each other, I'm sure. It's it's one of those things that you got to try and figure out where you want that path to go and how it's going to uh, coincide with your relationship and how you grow. Right. But but another point to that is, I'm going to add a little bit more to that point, is when you're communicating to each other your your values and your boundaries and your goals for, the, for your life, for your future, for your relationship, make sure you set yourself to sometimes 
you know, those things might not come true. You'll fail or or you have to go sidetrack in life and make sure that your partner is going to be okay with that. Mm. Make sure you say, okay, I'm going to be, if my career is going to be, let's say in real estate and hey, it didn't work out, make sure that your partner is going to support you in every step of the way. They're there with you. Well, it's not something that you could say, make sure your partners, it's some, if you're the partner, you got to make sure you support your spouse. Right. Whichever way it goes. Yeah. Because you can't control somebody else that much. Right. So you got to sit there and think about yourself and say, am I supporting that person? Am I really pushing him to do it? Because, you know, I don't know how many times I, when I was taking the course, I'm like, oh, I don't think I can do this. Like, some people are just so organized, and that's not me. I'm fucking so organized. But I'm just even other stuff. Like, ask the hard questions right at the beginning of that commitment when you commit to that person. Say, listen, if, I'm get, if I have a baby, I'm pregnant, I'm going to stay home with my child for a year, I'm not going to work. Are you going to be okay with that? Yeah. Are you going to be fine with having one income family? Like, these are the things that are serious things that you have to discuss before all of these yeah. All these well, we took we took that path. Like you were yeah. you were in 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 in, in um, hairdressing, and you're making two jobs. You're making great money, but then it was like okay, when we started talking about having kids, that was a scary one for me because I really wanted kids. It's not that I was afraid of having kids. I mean, I and 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 again, the way I am is I try and 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 say exactly what I'm feeling. You know what I mean? So. And that's why I kind of stop and stutter here every once in a while because I'm trying to think of what I'm feeling. At that time, when Nina was asking about kids, it's like, I really want them. I can't wait to have them. But my dilemma was I didn't want I didn't want to grow up. I did not want to grow up. I wanted to stay at Toys R Us Kid for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I was just like, <clears throat> that's the thing. I, I'm afraid of that. And when I had a conversation with Nina, you you basically said, it's, it's not going to change all that much. We're going to have... A, f- a couple years of of hardship of hardship, but we're still young. Not necessarily hardship, but just like where we're kind of hermits. We're at home because we got to take yeah. care of these damn kids. Yeah. So this I gonna remember be, saying that I said, "Yeah, we're expected to be hard for the first two years, and after that, it's going to be fine because we're going to have two children. They're going to grow together, and they're going to let us be. And it turned out to be exactly that. Yeah. It was tough as fuck because you were in real estate." I was doing hairdressing. I was doing my courses. Yeah. I had two babies in my hands for for three years. It was more than two. So it was about three. Yeah. It got really, really tough. But then we decided, okay. But it was good though, because I got into my career real estate. And it, yeah. it allowed me to to kind of uh, go to work and work hard while I knew you were at home taking care of these babies. I, I, I was like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do it. And my head was just like, I don't want to have the life that I had when I was growing up. I got to make this a success. So I really, really pushed into it, pushed into it. We dug deep hard, but I think through the whole thing, we were still, you know, we had people come coming over, hanging out with us. Oh, we we, we made fun. sure that there was a little bit of fun in there. I mean, you don't have to do it every single time because you're tired as fuck, you know, yeah. but still like we sat there and said, okay, we're, uh, and I think we spent a lot more time with your family, like yeah. your sisters and all that stuff. And that I was an energizer bunny. Let's not, yeah. let's not deny that. Everybody would say, what the fuck? You're an energizer bunny. I was like, it's true. I have two babies in my arms. I had a house full of clients at all times. I was always doing hair at home. I had turned our basement to a hair salon. Yeah. And I was doing my courses with you, my real estate with you. So it was just like, but it was fun. Like, that's how we built what we have. It was like, we sat down. We said, okay, this is how our commitment is. This is our career is going to be. This is what we're going to do with our marriage, with our children. And it was tough. There's a lot of sacrifices. There was a lot of right decision-making and trying um, to avoid wrong decisions. There was a lot of 
effort mm. and dedication put into all of this? Yeah. Well, all of it is all of it is work, and that's what we're trying to say. And, and and like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, you take whatever pieces you think fit what you're building. But like for us, like I said at the beginning, was a commitment we're trying to, you know, stay loyal to each other because you know there's things been thrown at, at you all the time. I mean, I worked in the cosmetics industry. I mean, there was, oh, women are it was just vagina everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then you worked in the customer service business. So there was people flirting with oh, you wait. constantly. It's true. So, it, and you worked in nightclubs and you worked in all kinds of stuff like that. So it was, it was just, you know, the, the, the temptation is there, but you got to fight it because you got to sit there and, and build a trust with somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with. So it was, it was definitely a tough time. And then, you know, discussing your paths, figure out how your careers can coincide with your your relationship and your life so you can grow together as opposed to apart. I love that. Yes. The whole point of this is to grow together with your partner, you know, and we, we say all of these things and we make it sound easy, but it really, it wasn't, we had a lot of hurdles yeah. in, our, in our marriage. You try our, and get your goals to, to coincide with each right. other and yeah. And well, if like, it is, if one more thing I'm going to say, if it is the person that you're with, if you really think that that person is your person, then fuck Fight for them. Never give up. Yeah, even if you break up once or twice or, if, if, you know, there's, like, like I said, issues in your relationship, fight for each other. Mm. That too shall pass. Yeah. And once once you overcome that hurdle or that climb that mountain of hell, you go back and like, oh, look, we made it. Mm. We didn't die. We didn't kill each other. Well, guess what? We can do another five years. We can do another 10 years. And before you know it, you're in a freaking long healthy, fun relationship of your dreams yeah. because you've gone through all these hurdles. You've exactly. gone through all these problems and you've solved them and you've come out on the other side. So don't give up. Yeah. We went on a little longer than we expected, but that was it. So talk about your future and do everything you can to grow together. And like I said, if you're past that stage in your life, then take these things that you might've missed or, or think back and, oh, we actually did that. You know what I mean? Or we did some of it and know that there's a chance for you to continue to have this amazing relationship or at least rekindle stuff. If you try our 69 day fucking intimacy <laughs> challenge, I'm sure whatever it is that was missing in your relationship will come back. That's right. That's the answer to every problem that couples have. Listen, I, I wish you took some nuggets from this episode. You wrote a few things down that is, that's going to help you implement and, and improve your relationship. I hope it helps. I hope that we didn't babble too much. And stay tuned for next episode because I think next phase is going to be the fun phase yeah. of our relationship. We're going to be doing that podcast from like a beach somewhere. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not on the beach, but definitely with, some, with an ocean view for sure. So stay tuned to next week's episode. Until then, we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you we, what have. we have.